Welcome to another episode of Just Conversations. I'm here with Justin. Yep. And Eddie. What's up? We're here to talk about shows we used to love as kids. Alright, so Beavis and Butthead. This is one of the shows on this list I haven't... I've seen posters, I've heard about it, but I haven't watched a single episode of it. So basically, they're like five, ten minute long episodes. They're like pretty much in between shows. Mm-hmm. And they're just pure chaos and stupidity. What is That's it? essentially like it. Yeah, in school? Yeah. There isn't, there isn't like a plot. Oh. No, no plot. It's just like I them. I couldn't even describe it's, it. <laughs> it's just like them being stupid. But <laughs> yeah. how, I'm wondering, how did you get introduced to it? Because it didn't air when we were... Yeah. So like Beavis and Butthead came this, out. It went from 1993 to 1997, so you weren't even born yet. I never really watched it like while I was airing. Like I bought, I bought like a whole bunch of these um, complete series and like sets of stuff like oh, okay. maybe like two or three years ago, and just had that was one of them. So I the watched way the that whole I got thing. Introduced to it was through um, watching on YouTube them react to music videos. Oh, that was the thing because they had a they had a bit that they do. Where it would be Beavis and Bud, they'd sit down at the couch and then they'd watch a music video and they'd react to it. High key, they started reaction channels before everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. They were, they were doing that in the 90s and Fine Bros come along. What was your uh, favorite episode? Oh, I remember this one was great. So basically, I forget exactly what happened, but I know one of them, they weren't, they got like their braces like attached to the top and bottom. So he really couldn't like talk. He just, all he could do was laugh. And then yeah. the other one, um... That's an iconic thing. I remember, like, I, I haven't, I have never watched it, but the only thing I remember is the laugh. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> all, all it is. All I can remember is the laugh, that's it. That's the only thing I've watched, it's the yeah. only thing. I think it's, like, it's a compilation Run. of their laughs. That's the only thing I've seen. They really <laughs> did have just like the nastiest voices. Mm-hmm. The best character designs though, I'll have to say. That's the best character design. But it wasn't a kids show, right? No. Mm, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. I think our generation, we watch shows that were like not really kid friendly. Cause like Courage the Cardly Dog, if like oh. I watched an episode and it's 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 really messed up. I was I was watching an episode of, yeah. of Ren and Stimpy, and uh, there we go. Ren, he comes home, and the house is a mess, because Stimpy and his cousin Sven were playing. So they're playing in the corner with this one thing, and he says, um, Oh, what I'm gonna do to you. I'm so angry. First, I'm gonna tear your lips out. That's what I'm gonna do. And then, I'm gonna gouge your eyes out. Good. You scared, huh? Next, I'm gonna tear your eyes out of the socket. <laughs> and you wanna know what else? I'm gonna hit you, and you're gonna fall. And I'm gonna look down, and I'm gonna laugh. It's, it's, I love how morbid that show was. It's so much. Created. I'm on an I'm on an article 
That's 13 times running Stimpy was in no way appropriate for children. No. There's so many YouTube videos of that. Yeah. It's, it's so messed up. And it created the whole close-up thing that we've seen, like, SpongeBob, Flapjack, where, like, it gets a close-up and we can see, like, the facial hair and the pimples, all the imperfections. Exactly, yeah. And that stuff was but SpongeBob, SpongeBob started to do that when, like, it started dropping in quality. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! So SpongeBob. Now this one I watched a lot as a kid. I watched all the movies. The, the last one was complete crap, and yeah. I never liked SpongeBob. Cause like as a kid, no. yeah, as a Merch kid, that. I would watch it and I'd, I'd be mad because the task would be super easy. Like SpongeBob, do this, <laughs> and he couldn't do it, and I would get upset as a kid and frustrated, and I I stopped watching it. I that's what that's what I think taught me so much in life. Like literally, you can do so much with just such a little task. Yeah. Like, you can make so much out of something little mm-hmm. and have it be funny. But, like, it had some good episodes. Like, the episode with the box. That, that's, that's oh, like, yeah. Where, <laughs> where the squid, I think it's Squidward, right? He wants to get in the box, and it's like, imagination. And they open, they open the box, and it's nothing. But then as soon as they close it, like, sounds come out of there. And he wants, he wants to see what's inside. He wants to see what's inside. But there's nothing inside. And that episode taught me yeah. what imagination is. That, I love that episode. I don't know what one else. My favorite was the one with the Magic Conch show. Yeah, that was good. It was that one, and then the one. Oh, my my favorite was uh, the Hashling Slasher. Which one is that? My one? favorite. That's when um. Ah, shoot, what was the plot exactly? Like they I were just scared the whole what time. The whole plot was, but they were just like they were looking out because they heard the rumors about the Hashlinging Slasher. Yeah, I think they were both with, there like, like late at night and like uh, SpongeBob had to take out the trash. So yeah, like they were all just scared and then the customer he, came in. He had a spatula for a hand. Oh yeah. But it was just like some dude who wanted SpongeBob to sign his spatula. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, another good episode though was like Rock Bottom. That's when like he's gets stuck in like the lower sea floor oh, and like has God. to get back and like the that the bus keeps ditching him. Is it which yeah. is it the movie where there's a guy who like Talks like that at the end of no. That's that's just that episode. Yeah, that's it's it's very. No, but there was a part in the movie when uh, they get chased down off of that like giant cliff thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of the movies. That movie genuinely made me scared. And the scene where they go to the ice cream parlor and then the lady, like the old sweet lady, turns into like a giant monster thing. Oh my god! (laughs) I I used to be scared of that scene as a kid. I remember when people like weren't allowed to watch it. Like parents weren't allowing kids to watch SpongeBob. Really? Like, I remember that was a big deal. That was a big deal. I think SpongeBob was one of the most like out of, out of the list we have here. SpongeBob was one of the most like kid friendly shows out there at the time. <laughs> exactly. No, but like people thought that watching SpongeBob was gonna make their kid gay. Another good one was when you got to meet uh, SpongeBob's parents. And then they had his cousin come in, Stanley, and he tried to get him a job, and he just couldn't do anything. Something that always fascinated me was, what's the name of the squirrel? I forgot. Sandy. 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 How she lived with them. Do they ever ex- explain why she's there? Yeah. No. She was, a, she was a scientist from Texas. Do you guys remember the episode where she had, yeah. she had like a Hulk out? Where she goes like crazy? I yeah. That's when she was going under hibernation or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that episode was, was scary too. Because she gets all, she yeah. gets all like buff and goes after them and like tries to attack them that used to scare me as a kid actually that was a great episode i changed my mind i actually like spongebob (laughs) there there was a great episode when uh spongebob was acting like he didn't need the water when he was in sandy's dome 
Oh yeah. yeah that was like so weird. Like their relationship. And I need it. Yeah. The, the scene in the movie where they're almost dying, that scene people, act, like, I remember kids in my school thinking that, like, that was actually going to be the end of Spongebob. Cause, yeah, that was always a big scare. Like, if you told somebody that, like, Spongebob was actually ending, that would be, like, the best drama, like, in, in elementary school. Like, like, Spongebob is one of the longest-running shows for Cartoon Network. Like, it was, it was created in 1999, and it's still going to this day. It's the thing, like, if you take a picture of, let's say, like, Eddie from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and a picture of SpongeBob to a five-year-old, they're gonna recognize SpongeBob. Like it's it's it hasn't gone down in ratings. Like it's still really popular. It's an icon. Yeah, but like it just started getting better the yeah. past couple of years. I haven't watched yeah, actually, it in a long time. I've but actually I've watched an article the, about the it. I think as soon it's as it's actually gotten like really funny. I think as soon as they switched yeah. from from cell from like hand drawn to animation, it took them a while to get it back up again to being funny. <laughs> Yeah, because there's like people really rejected that style. Yeah, but it was, it was that, and then they also switched showrunners. I don't know SpongeBob. I remember as a kid playing with like Play-Doh and making hamburgers because of SpongeBob. The whole thing of uh, the Krusty Krab that was cool, and the 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 feud it had with uh, what's what's uh, Plankton's place called? The Chum Bucket. The Chum Bucket. Yeah, that that was always pretty cool. And and Plankton had uh, like a. a computer girlfriend didn't he yeah karen i remember the episode where <laughs> where i think spongebob and plankton become friends it ends with plankton going inside of spongebob's head and controlling him like uh like a mech or whatever yeah like you yeah. watch pacific room yeah like, like <laughs> that's room. practically it, yeah. yeah but spongebob always i think he won because he was very oblivious to what was happening Budget. Flapjack, come with me, we'll go and see a place called Candy Island. So, The Marvelous Adventures of Flapjack. I watched it just a little, just when it came out. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, there. it wasn't really that relatable, it was just different. Because it was a different style of animation, it was a different kind of story, it was a different kind of setting. It's, it's the story of this one kid and this captain who lost an arm and a leg, I think. They live inside a whale, and their dream is to go to Candy Island. Island made out of candy, so they live in these port. And if it wasn't for them, you think it's like a uh, an adult show because you look at all the the characters. They're drawn really like manly. They have tattoos. And, like, they're all gross. Yeah, they're all literally gross. awful. But instead of going to a bar or a tavern, they go to a candy shop. That's their hangout place. Yeah. It's it's it's. Was just... it Peppermint Patty? Was the main the bartender? Yeah. He was like the most normal looking guy, but still. Mm -hmm. Did they ever I make this was like, Candy Island? No. I think at the end, probably, no? No. I think they they were going to do it, but I don't know if they just cut the budget or something. I but like, I don't think they ever did. I feel like it was canceled, because it wasn't really the most popular one. Yeah, it, I don't think it was generating enough views or something. I remember people, people like my brother, would make fun of me because I like that show. <laughs> I think I remember something similar. People were like, you like, you actually like watching that show? Because I, th I thought so Kathleen Knuckles is hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude. I and feel like he's it's always sipping on maple syrup. You you don't really understand the show till you're older. Yeah, I, I watched an episode today and it was so uh, Flapjack. He falls in love with this one girl and they go to the candy shop and he's talking about it to the the barman and he's describing her. These hearts pop up. That's like famous in like cartoons, you know. 
if you have a feeling, the feeling usually pops up over their head. So the, the, the bartender, he grabs the heart and he eats it. And he goes, mmm, that's delicious. <laughs> and he said, I'll pay you in candy for those hearts. So what happens, they, they lock up Flapjack in the basement. Captain Knuckles just, he goes downstairs and just keeps describing the girl, fueling him with like fantasies about the girl. And hearts come. They come, they grab it and they <laughs> sell it. And then it ends with the whole like docks being addicted to those hearts. And Flapjack, like, he, he gets like empty and becomes all frail because of that. That's wild. That's it's just so it's so weird. It's such a weird concept, you know. <laughs> I and, really uh, like that though. Captain Knuckles, he gets super fat. <laughs> you know how horses they do that thing where they tie like a bucket to their mouth with food. Yeah. They did yeah. that. Captain Knuckles, he was doing that with candy. <laughs> it was it was All right, so I just I just googled it and they never did set foot on candy but at one point flapjack did lick it after dropping off from the moon he licked the island oh yeah that was the closest they got to it yeah okay not not bad not bad it also had this the intro of the episode it was a mixture of 2d animation and stop motion and it just it just made yeah it made no sense because like the show wasn't and that that's what got that's, me in because i loved stop motion i loved like wallace and gromit that's mm-hmm. a great era of animation because like that, that show was airing at the same time as Chowder was, so, like, Chowder would always do that, where, like, they would transition between two scenes with, like, the bunch of, like, food and stop motion and, like, the puppets at the end. Mm-hmm. You take the moon and you take the sun. You take everything that seems like fun. You stir it all up and bang it down. Chowder. Chowder really was the best show. It was. So it had this one thing that it caught my attention the first time I watched it as a kid. So you know their clothes and the Uh the texture in their clothes. Oh, yeah, like how it always moves. Yeah. I remember watching. That's awesome. I remember watching that and be like, holy shit. I would focus on their clothes all the time. Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't stop looking at that. I don't know if it was a, a big thing here, but in Brazil, the the guy who only spoke like the Chewbacca of the, of the, the group. What was his Gispacho. name? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, schnitzel. no. Schnitzel. 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 Yeah. schnitzel. He was extremely popular. Like, for a certain amount of time, he was more popular than SpongeBob. I don't know if that <laughs> Really? Yeah, I don't know why, but people just loved him. Was there, like, a bunch of, like, plush toys and stuff? No, but there were shirts. I remember seeing shirts of them. Oh. All over the place. No, I don't remember that. Oh, I think it was just in Brazil. Like, everyone always fucked with them, but, like... It's, that's interesting. Like, nobody, like, fucked with them, fuck with them. <laughs> Uh, I watched an episode where there, where Chowder wants to get food, and what's the name of the chef? The main guy? Uh, Mung Dal. Yeah, he says no to Chowder, so he starts beating his head on the ground, and he breaks the, the ground. He finds this rock, and it's a sugar rock. They start mining for it, and they find find out it's under the the house of the the one woman no one likes. Ah, uh, no, I should know that. I don't. I can't I know remember. Who you're talking about, but yeah. I can't remember yeah. the name. So it's it's under her house, and they want to start mining, That's but funny. it's but it's too loud. So they get Schnitzel to distract her. From Mine it? No, distract. Oh. And they, he takes her out on a date, and she gets home, and like, oh no no, you need to stall her a little bit more, and it's heavily implied that like, you know, they have sex, and like, <sighs> that's and, dope, good for Schnitzel. And like, this shit goes over our heads, our heads so easily, cause like it's it's obvious. 
when you watch it nowadays. Yeah, so much. They can't like even Chatter do that was, now. I definitely feel like Chatter was one of those shows where, like, it was meant so, like, adults could watch it, too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No, most Nowadays, shows, it's too annoying. Yeah, m- most most cartoon most Cartoon Network shows are like that. Like, what, what happens with a normal Cartoon Network show is it airs, and then they go crazy with the innuendos and that kind of shit. And then they get the, the guy, the main guy who made the show good. They fire him, continue for a few seasons, and then it, it shuts down. They cancel it. And then it comes back on, like, Adult Swim. Yeah. That's what happened mm-hmm. with Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy. I think that's what happened with Billy and, and Mandy, right? That, that's what it's called. That's what happened yeah. to uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. I think Robot Chicken. That came... Cause it's that very long run. It's very similar to Mad TV. Like, it's incredibly it similar is. to it. I was really excited for it. I just never ended up getting into it. So, I, I feel like Robot Chicken... Like, I feel like Mad... As soon as Mad started getting bad, Robot Chicken kind of came over. It took over, for sure. I, I just... I love watching... Because if you go on YouTube, there's, like, this, like, 40-minute special. It's just on, like... They, they have this re- recurring character. That's a Stormtrooper chowder i was watching it and i liked it because it made food seem interesting like it gave it like a scientific kind of side to it too like if you eat this this is gonna happen mm-hmm. and it was magical it was, it was, it was cool <laughs> yeah they always made some made, made new in- like ingredients and made it interesting yeah that was always fun i remember my favorite episode was always um the one or just my favorite scene not even my favorite episode but when chowder did the whole song of i'm not your boyfriend i'm not your <laughs> yeah. boyfriend that shit was, that was the funniest thing ever. And I rewa- I would go on YouTube and I rewatch that clip when I be like at my friend's house and I show them it. It's Very relatable. Thing. Very relatable. So Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, I got the whole plank dude going right now. I have it tucked up in my backpack. So I walk around <laughs> I feel like everyone with it in my backpack tomorrow. I remember I, I used to do planks all over the place like i find a piece of wood i draw a plank and then i lose it and then do it again i used to have like five of them in my house <laughs> this is, this is a, uh, 50 cent had the same effect on me <laughs> this is a fun fact but the, the only parents we see in the whole show are planks parents like they show up in an wow. episode that's good though uh there's one episode where you see eddie's older brother yeah. Yeah, exactly. I forget his name, but yeah, that was in the, I think that was in the movie. Was it? And he was just like the yeah. cool version of him. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, we always saw his room in the in the show and then they finally showed him oh, yeah, the character. Yeah. They had this thing, so every, the animators they wanted to change Plank's face to give it emotion. So the main guy, the showrunner, he grabs this piece of paper, he drops Plank's face the same way like five times and, and writes down happy. <laughs> writes some different expressions. Sad. Yeah, and he says this is what he looks like doing these expressions. Because the, the animators, they wanted to change it a little bit. That's smart, yeah. There's no way. There's no way to have been good with the face. I think my favorite character was probably Rolf. Rolf? Yeah. <laughs> he, was so, he was so weird because it was, it was a smart move to not say where he's from. So he, every episode he says, like, oh, this is a thing from my yeah. country. And it's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember an episode. It was like, it a, was like, like a, you ever watched that 70s show? Wilmer Valderrama's mm-hmm. character? Yeah. Like Fez, Fez. Yeah, dude, we don't know where they're from. Uh, I know, he always had like the the Julie fruits or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forget what he called them, but he's like, he was always eating them. And they would the like make Julie's. trails and stuff to make him go places. I don't remember what, what which episode it was, but he opens up this barrel and he takes out this massive beet and he says, ah, oh, my pickled beet. <laughs> and it's something, this is something that happened with every single character. He would stuff the, it was like the size, they're like twice his head. 
and you'd put it in his yeah. cheek, and they, he'd keep it there. And they did the same thing with the jawbreakers. Yeah, it's and the, if you ever noticed, they had um, their like tongues with their all, all their tongues are different colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the jawbreakers and candy. Yeah, that was that was a cool detail. I watched this 107 facts about the show, and all the the three main characters, the way they blink is differently. So Ed, he his blinks are slower. Mm-hmm. Double D's uh, blink. Like it's, fast. it's fast. It's fast and like he blinks like three times at once. While Eddie's is just like a normal blink. You know. I always thought Eddie's was like one one eye blink blink the whole time. Oh, I don't remember. Did, I don't know. Did you guys? Know. Was I the only one that thought that Double D was a girl for a minute? No. <laughs> I I never noticed that they are kids. They're in middle school. I always really? thought I always thought they were like teenagers. Cause uh, Eddie's kind of he's well, kind of bold. That's that's what always got me. Yeah. Yeah. That that would that could throw you off. Uh, what is it? Uh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. He's the teenager. Is he? Yeah, because he's, he's got girl. the bike and stuff. Yeah. He's the, he's the the dorks guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. One the canker sisters. The guy who created the show. <laughs> he actually based them off of triplets that that followed him and his friends around, and he actually like really? he he said. He said he, he actually like feared them. It's so cool because the whole show kind of happens just in their little cul-de-sac and a little bit in the trailer park. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the, the sisters live. Because that, that's such that's such like the life of a kid, you know? Like it's it's your neighborhood. That's your whole world. You don't know, yeah. You don't really get how the world works. Yeah, it was so relatable. Like if you're a suburban kid, that's for sure. Because they made it and seem massive. Show. Like so much shit yeah. happened there. People are like, oh, this this happened there. It's not just a cul-de-sac. It's their their world. Like uh, Rolf, he had a farm in his backyard. Well, I feel like the show like really made. Him. I feel like the show really made kids like actually go outside it, it and like was, actually try to have fun. It was the. I think Man, it was that the show highest. didn't make me want to go outside. That show made me want to sit down and watch more of it. Yeah. We interrupt this program to bring you Courage, the Cowardly Dog Show, starring Courage. Alright, so we had some okay. technical difficulties and we lost Justin. Curse the Cowardly the... Dog. That was probably this that was probably my favorite one. Yeah, this was a this is a great show. Just it was actually more scary than um Flapjack for me. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was just because I was younger when I would watch it, but No. It's always weirder. The the guy who pitched it, he pitched it as a horror show for kids. <laughs> it really is. It is. Like there's this one there's this one episode where they go it's it's the first episode ever. And they mm-hmm. go to this hotel, and there's this cat that owns the hotel. Ah, uh, the cat's motel. Yeah, and he yeah. has, like, spiders. And I, I remember that show was what created my fear for spiders. Like, even now, if you send me a picture <laughs> of a tarantula, I, I get scared and I throw my phone at the wall because of that show. That's what it did to me. Because, like, his weapons. Yeah, I know. There was, yeah, I don't know. There was a bunch of episodes like that where they were just always just threatening them and stuff, but I guess they never really did anything. It was extremely... I'm trying to think of an example. It was extremely scary for kids. For like, sure. There's this episode where Muriel tries to join a club, and they say it was a, a quilt club, and they say she's not good enough, <laughs> so she, she keeps sewing like different quilts, and then she gets accepted. And they say, you just need to put your piece in this big quilt we have. And as soon as they put her in the quilt, she, her soul gets sucked into it. The scariest thing were, yeah. were the... The women that made her do that—they were Siamese twins. Cause like the, the show was characters. Was, yeah. The characters were extremely creative and scary. Super creative, like the ducks. I remember there was a couple. Oh there was like God. ducks. There was the the, the chicken. The, the, a bunch of the ghosts. Yeah. What is it, Fred? Fred. It like rat Freaky? character. 
Freaky, yeah, it feels like Freaky Fred or something. Freaky Fred, yeah. Yeah, just, that would always cut off his hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's this theory about the show that says that nothing crazy happened, and it's just Courage's point of view of the world. So Muriel and Eustace, <laughs> they wouldn't let him out so much. That's why he thought outside of their house was complete nothingness because you remember it would, have, it would have those massive Whoa. shots and you just see the house in the middle of nowhere and then yeah the theory explains the characters so he would only live with muriel and eustace so every single person who walked into the house he saw as a threat and if you think about yeah if you think about dogs right now like if someone walks into your house right now your dog is probably gonna like bark that, exactly that's weird so like it it makes total sense that it's just this dog going crazy. I I, I loved how he would talk. His only friend was his computer. Yeah. Like he had that's his. That's right. Own yeah, he'd always like try to find cures and stuff. Yeah, it was it was so cool because he wouldn't type it into the computer. He would talk to the computer. Oh yeah. That's and his right. his voice was cool. Uh, Courage's voice. It was something rare to hear his voice. Not just. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was top shows for me because it, sure. it it didn't treat kids as kids, you know. It introduced me to this whole horror thing. I remember, yeah, I would, I would always watch it in like October or something. I remember I, it was maybe four years ago or something. I was watching like an episode every morning before school or something. And I'm, I actually made, um me and my friend, we made like it's mix, this mixtape and like for this class I was taking it in, um, in school or whatever, I was like designing an album cover. Mm-hmm. So I made like a whole uh, edited version of the, like Courage. So I had like a bunch of the villains on it. Oh, that's probably cool. pull it out that's and name cool. off some characters. Let's see here. Yeah, I called it Cats in the Gat in the Golden Closet. So like I have um, the Sir like Fly Guy or something. Yeah, the, and the, that's pretty much. There's like, some other characters I don't know, but yeah. So, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, right? That's the full name? Yeah. So, I think on this list, the, the ones I watched the most were uh, Kids Next Door, Courage, and Foster's Home. Yeah, I think the most I've watched of, of this list was probably Mad, Chowder, and Flapjack, I would say. Uh, F- Foster's yeah. Home, I like the shows that played with your imagination. So, it had very different and weird characters. That's why I think I was... I always mm-hmm. liked Courage, because like, di- every episode was a different enemy, a different monster creature that was visually different and acted different, had a whole different story. And yeah. Foster's Home, every single character was different. Like there was Coco, who was a palm tree, an airplane. Dolphin. Dolphin. Airplane. And there was Eduardo, who was this, he looked like a, a bull and had like a, a skull as a belt. But he was like the, the yeah. nicest guy ever. Exactly, yeah. There was that one. That's a that's a great character to have in the show. He was my favorite. Just yeah. He was my favorite. There Moral was, to it. Mm-hmm. There was uh blue, blue was the the normal one f- with the with the kid. Yeah. He the was main cool character, cause, I'd say. Yeah, because he was cool because he was actually like the kid's be- best friend, you know. Yeah. It was a really nice message for kids. I remember, I think it was a cousin of mine. As soon as he had to give up, his imaginary friend it was it was very hard because like you're losing yeah. your friend you know but then the show explained like oh you don't lose them they just come live with us you know yeah it was it was a great that's message. actually good yeah 
I never had one, but yeah, Loki. Yeah, Loki made one because of the show. I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to. I want to just have one too. But then I always forgot about it. Always. always. Yeah, exactly. And then I would like make a new one or something. Yeah. yeah. There was the 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 rabbit one who was like sophisticated, you know. Uh, yeah. I I like the opening, the intro, because it's it's the house being like drawn in. Do you remember it? Yeah. It was like a blank page. That was like all definitely white. another unique way. And the the person who took care of all of them was that one girl, right? With the red hair. Madam Eugene, I think that's her name was. I forget though. Oh no, no, no. That's um yeah, but I know who you're talking about, but there's the other the yeah. old lady and then her. Mm-hmm. And I think the old lady she had like her face was all like deformed, like one eye was turned, she had a, like a elephant nose, right? No, that's the uh that's another imaginary friend. That's like the the evil one. Oh yeah, I, I know. Bad I know who you're talking about the owner of the, the thing. It's like this really frail old woman, with like big glasses, right? Yeah, she's yeah. like really small. Yeah, I think the most popular. I, I googled Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and the first thing that came up was Cheese. Do you remember Cheese? <laughs> cheese. He was chocolate like, milk. Yeah, yeah, he was like exactly. this 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 imaginary friend who was hooked on cocaine. Was, pretty much his eyes were shaky they were always red and he was chaos remember every time he, he appeared <laughs> it was chaos the episode was around him and how, how to clean up his mess i always loved like any cartoon that that has a show where it's like you're just always cringing at like and trying to fix what they're doing mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah I'm actually taking a quiz right now of which codename Kids Next Door character are you? 